0: Welcome to Camp Creep. Hi, I'm Tish. And I'm Lauren. We are the camp counselors here at Camp Creep Podcast. Just two ghouls talking about anthology horror. Starting with Tales from the Crypt. Each week we crack some dad jokes. And ask the hard questions like, does the Crypt Keeper have a WikiFeed account? Creep through the Crypt with us every Thursday starting July 1st. Subscribe today on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: See you soon, campers. I'm going to start singing songs. What did you want to do?
0: Oh, you want to start singing songs? Dancing Queen. <laughs> How many songs can we come up with? Only seven, ten. Stop.
1: <laughs> I can't think. Oh, every other song has escaped me except Mamma Mia. Oh.
0: No. I'm <laughs> Well, I think we got to get an I'm not singing, singing Mamma Mia. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> I, I pray she can hear I know she can hear it. Just choosing not to
0: respond.
1: Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small-town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. I. It's weird that you hear this over and over. I hear it over and over, so it's the same inflection every time. I feel like if I switched up the inflection, people would be like, is this the right podcast? Like, I don't know. Or if I started the podcast. Which, actually,
0: you did. You did start the very first episode. We learned that. We did. We went back, which was <laughs> ugh, painful, but oh, God. back to the beginning to just be like, where did we come from? Where did yeah. we start? where did we come from? Where'd we go? I did the yeah. intros. <laughs> You did, yeah, like for a little for bit, maybe two or three
1: episodes. <laughs> I'm not really sure when the switch happened, but anyway, so you're here, you're at the right podcast. This is Orso, they say, which you also might be confused as to if this is the right podcast or not. We, if you've noticed, we look a little bit different. That is not by mistake. We are still Megan and Kelsey from the Midwest, from Indiana. The same fifty people listening. Just kidding. <laughs> hi, everybody. Though, hi, we of you. are <laughs> under. A little bit of construction, just overall construction. Things are coming to fruition. Things are in the works right now. Mm-hmm. So just as it says, stand by, stay tuned. Things are coming. Things are happening. We're a work in progress. Yes, and now that I am one job down in a good way, uh, yes, it's 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 nice. Like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. But now it's almost like I'm playing catch up. I'm working on a. Catching up on a sleep deficit, I'm working on catching up on a recording deficit, working on my house, but I now only have one singular job, this is America, capitalism is a lie, and it's trash, anyway. Mm -hmm. So, we're under construction, things are happening, things are coming,
0: keep a lookout, keep a lookout. We're working on it, we're doing it.
1: (laughs) It's happening. It is. (laughs) So, this week, we did something a little bit different.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, as you can see from the from the title, if you can read with your special eyes, we went to Noblesville, which is really close to Indianapolis. It's on the northeast, or southeast, I don't know. It's near you know, Indianapolis. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes from Indianapolis proper, so it's in the area. Mm-hmm. And this was a tour. It was called the Nefarious Noblesville Walk... It ghost, might, there might, ghost walk tour. Yeah. Something along those lines. So we <laughs> kind of just wanted to change it up a little bit. We have places that we're going, definitely places in the works that we're really looking forward to. Please mm-hmm. stick around. Tell your friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watch the calendars. You got a month. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh.
0: mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah. So this popped up on our radar Sort of unexpectedly. I've heard about it before, but this tour happens to sell out. Regu- I've come across it before and it's always sold out and it says it sells out quickly and regularly. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was open and I was on the phone with the thing, and I was like, Do I buy the tickets now? Do I do this now? It was <laughs> yeah. a very quick decision thing. So pulled the trigger. We did it. We bought tickets for the nefarious Noblesville haunted tour walk thing.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which I should know the name of it, but oh well. well. It, that's fine. And it. it- it said it was a ghost tour, and I, I, we kind of had an idea of what it was going to be going in, but they've explained, and they even explained on the tour that even though it didn't turn out to be exactly what we thought it was going to be, like, more interactive, it really was just like a history lesson and learning. They said stuff has definitely happened on the tours before. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, here we're here for that, so.
1: Yeah, and we will cover that. Yes. Whether things happen on the trip for us we'll stick around and find out in the next 45 minutes or so. Yeah, give or take, give or take. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. We'll see how long-winded we are today. So, because we went on a tour, went on a walk to multiple places, I think we ended up making seven stops or so.
0: Roughly, yeah.
1: We decided to match that in our drinking. So, <laughs> today, instead of drinking one drink to kind of encompass everything...
0: It's a grab bag. It's a cleanup day again.
1: <laughs> Another cleanup day. Honestly, I should have grabbed seven wines or something. I actually don't remember if it was seven stops or not. It was a number of stops.
0: Yes. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to cover them all. We do no. not have enough time to do no, that. No,
1: because I recorded it at every stop, and I will tell you, I think I had 15 recordings. Oh, yeah. So it was a. But a lot of them, it's kind of hard to explain, but we're covering some of the big ones so we don't keep you here forever. Yeah. Because. Also, we're not going to spoil this for ev- for Noblesville. If you want to hear all of it, buy tickets right, yourself. It's, it's actually yeah. it's pretty reasonable. It was eighteen dollars if you live in the Noblesville area, or if you want to just take a day trip to Indianapolis. I
0: see think- Franklin people. We were just there. It's really close to you. Yeah, it's in your your area ish.
1: Maybe we also we clearly don't know where we're going, so well- maybe it's not <laughs> close at all.
0: But they're both near Indianapolis, so <laughs> it's got to be a shorter drive than from here.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, because we were under the impression it was about an hour (laughs) and 15 minutes away. Get in the car. We made plans for it. We were going to stop for food. Get in the car. It's like, you'll get there at 9.06. And the thing starts at 9. Wow. I had a tiny (laughs) meltdown. I drove reasonably and got us there right on time. So no food, unfortunately. We were very hungry and sad the whole time, but we made it. But besides foods, beside the walk, we were talking about alcohol. I'm also thirsty. I have something in my throat. And I want a drink to get it out. Oh yes, let's do that. So this is a cleanup day. <laughs> I are we gonna get through all these? Absolutely not. Oh, God in heaven, no. It's, it's not casual Tuesday. Sorry, <laughs> no. I have things to do, places to be, which is bed. So, well, do you want to say?
0: <laughs> do, do we, we wanna want say to say
1: what we're drinking? We have before. We've outed ourselves for drinking like an eight-month-old wine before. Yeah, so y'all let's just-
0: heard me choke and die on the sediment of a x number of months Meniscus old. is my wor- favorite <laughs> word to use on that. I did finally dump farmhouse which was from ooh, that Mirum. That was Mirum livery. That was all that almost was a year ago. Yeah
1: so I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you the other ones I dumped but just know it's been a minute. So we're cleaning house today with partial wines. Yay. So what are you gonna start with? I have some over here if you'd like to choose from these
0: as well. Uh, this one looks like the lowest next to that one but I'm, I'm going to stick with this one. Okay. I'm drinking Little Black Dress. <laughs> little Black Dress was, I don't remember the episode number, but that was Step Cemetery. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a little while ago, uh, if you want to go back to that episode, pretty interesting. Go mm-hmm. check it out.
1: I think they're all interesting. I'm a little biased, though. <laughs> so, I am going to drink, and Megan's going to have to help me out here. I'm drinking ado, yeah, which is a Chardonnay. You didn't say. It. Well, oh, little Pinot black noir. dress
0: is a Pinot Noir.
1: Yeah, so I've got the Chardonnay Follyado, which I can't remember what episode that's from.
0: Um, y'all, that was a listener episode where we covered the Cecil Hotel. Oh my
1: gosh, should we get Maddie back in here and drink? <laughs> I'm gonna give this a little uh, a little oh, shake. Good. Then. Do <laughs> get you this also want a filter to? Oh. <laughs> If you want to know how old, the- we've learned from our mistakes. and oh, this is I'm not doing that twice. This is so ghetto. Megan has literally grabbed us coffee filters. We're, we're <laughs> outing ourselves. Coffee filters to put on top of our cups to pour through the coffee filter to catch any sediment that may come through.
0: I don't want any of you wine snobs saying that I'm taking away from the experience of the wine because I once was enough. I cannot describe to you what happened when that. Those particles touch my lips. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm just gonna. We both get to technically pop this if it's we gonna can be a pop again. Are you, are you? Are you able to get a hold of it and pop it out by your hand? Yup. All right. Ready? So three, two, one. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> we had no. a slight spill. We had an accident on Megan's part, not me. I'm perfect. So wow. this smells, you know. This- oh no, Megan! Oh no! Mine's. I was gonna say mine got good with age. Um. Oh wait, no. It kind of smells like. Um. It smells like someone hasn't. It smells like a dirty mouth. <laughs> like someone hasn't oh, brushed no. their teeth. Oh no. Guys, the second I see something. You know, not liquid come out of this bottle, I'm done.
0: Okay. I. The smell.
1: You, um. are- you really are,
0: uh. You're filtering. Yes! That's... Shame horrid. on me for not doing it the first time.
1: Okay, well, I'm just gonna give this a taste while you filter your wine. Do you have any notes on our drinks while I Vinegar. take a sip? Vinegar, <laughs> ah. I'm,
0: I'm this just smells up. like a
1: Chardonnay, honestly.
0: Okay. I... Shoo! let's just... Three, two, one. You know... Um, well, mine, um. (laughs) Wow, okay, the smell was deceiving. It may smell like vinegar, but, oh, did, is your. (laughs) Well, here's the thing,
1: not a Chardonnay fan. I honestly think it tastes like Chardonnay. I'm just tasting Chardonnay. It's not terrible. It's, this is weird, because obviously wine is not carbonated in any form or fashion, but it just has this kind of like flat bland taste to it i can tell it's, it's been flat. sitting
0: this is flat too but uh, taste- it doesn't taste like butthole so i'm cool <laughs> with that yeah,
1: this, this tastes like unbr- there smells like unbrushed teeth but it tastes like chardonnay <laughs> sorry i almost
0: made you spit out your drink mm-hmm. christ why do we do this we are just desperate. we just need to go harder on recording days so we don't have leftovers like this.
1: Well, Jesus, how many bottles did I tell you I had? Because we picked I'll tell I'll go ahead and say we've got five sitting in front of us right now. I do not plan on getting through these five. Maybe two.
0: No. One of
1: them is actually completely unopened. I we will finish just a
0: little black dress. Uh then I might try to finish Folly Ado. We'll see. No, I know. It's Well, yeah, you're looking at a little bit more than what I've got. Not too okay. bad. Okay. Well, it's a race. <laughs> oh, no. This is not
1: a race. I'm not trying to die or throw up.
0: I gotta pour slowly.
1: You're, you're gonna top it off. Yep. All right, so let's top off and get into our storytelling. So, oh, my God. Oh, you're really going slow. Low and slow. Yeah, I can see the bottom of this. That's disgusting. Anyway, so I'm gonna start us out. Like I said, we I took 15 different recordings. There were a lot of Small places that we stopped, you keep making, you, like, make the face, like, right before you drink it, you're like, oh, it doesn't smell good. And then you're like, okay, surprised and delighted. So I'm going to start us off with, like I, like I said before, we... I took a number, almost 15 recordings. It was something along those lines. There were a lot of little stops. Some of the recordings I took, like, were maybe a minute long. Uh Because in passing, he's like, oh, by the way, there's this. Let me tell you about this. Here's this. Which I enjoyed. Like, also, this is a really nice tour if you're into history as well. Especially Mm -hmm. history of Noblesville if you're in the area. If you like hometown history things. Yeah. Kind of like the Through Two Eyes that I talked about last time. Yes. That group that goes around and, you know, just checks out Indiana. That's where they're from. So we chose four of the most prominent. We could go off all day about the others, but this is what we've got. So I have, I'm going to start with the courthouse, which was actually right where we started, because it's in the town proper. It's the main square of Noblesville. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I liked the tour. I'll start by saying I liked the tour. We showed up right when he started talking. I think we missed, like, a minute or so of talking. It was, we barely got there. Mm -hmm. For the first, I don't know, five minutes or so, I was kind of nervous because it was just, like, some really deep history. We were getting to, like, Native Americans, finding the land and interacting with the people who came to Noblesville and all that stuff. And I was like, is this just a history tour? Like, did we find the right people? It had to have been. (laughs) But it ended up getting to the point So just to, I'm going to go ahead and do what the person did because we cover history and background. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with the history. And this came from, you know, I wrote it down and then it's gone. Where the heck did this come from? I think this, actually this first part was just Wikipedia. That's why I didn't put it down. Very reliable source. Mm -hmm. So Hamilton County Courthouse Square is a historic courthouse and jail located at Noblesville, Hamilton County, Indiana. Which, I guess that's true, it's it's a large building, and I, I suppose the part you're covering is different? Yes. This was the, so this was the problem I had researching, because you'll hear what Megan's going to talk about soon. They're really interchangeable. I actually had a hard time finding history on just the courthouse because of what Megan's going to cover, which might be a little more exciting, but like, hold on to your butts and we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> It says the jail was built in 1875-1876 area and is a Second second Empire-style brick and limestone building. It consists of the two-story L-shaped jailer's residence with a cell block attached to the rear. It features a three-story square tower that once had a mansard roof. All of these fancy things. I don't know what the heck. Ra- yeah, I don't know what a mansard roof is. When it says L-shaped jailers, it's E-L-L-shaped. Fancy things. Sure. Yeah. So the courthouse was built between 1877 and 1879. So that is two, two, one to two years after the jail part was built. And it is a three-story Second Empire-style rectangular brick building. It has a clock tower atop the mansard roof and limestone Corinthian order pilasters. Fancy.
0: Pilasters? It says it's pilasters. Not even a pillar. It really. I guess there are no <laughs> Pillars.
1: No, the Whatever. clock tower cool though.
0: Architecture. It was beyond list- me.
1: Yeah, who knows? Mansard L. Pillisters. Who knows? <laughs> it was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1978. The buildings are located in the Noblesville Commercial Historic District. Very, real wow. quick. Like there's the bare minimum you could possibly get about this courthouse. So this section came from the time it was the times. Hamilton County's only daily newspaper. I don't know if that's part of the title, but that's what it said, so that's what I went with. And this article was written back uh, a little over 10 years ago, February of 2011. The historic courthouse in downtown Noblesville has been the pride of Hamilton County for 132 years. I didn't say that very excited. It had an exclamation point, but Uh. 132 years. (laughs) Yay! Yay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But it almost did not get built. No! Oh, you were drinking. Sorry. Boo! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Interest in a new courthouse surfaced in 1875 when the country's 24,000 residents... This is in 1875, 24,000 people, right? So that's when the counties, I said countries, the county's 24,000 residents were introduced to the final plans for the new sheriff's residence and county jail. The new jail structure was going to be grander and larger than the existing courthouse that had been built in 1835. However, in April 1975, I don't think 1975 or they mean 1875.
0: What happened? Tell me. <laughs> we'll see if it seems <laughs> I mean, I legit.
1: I, yeah, so this is 140 years later. Keep that in mind. That doesn't make. OK, you know, they they wrote this. This is on them if it's wrong. So there were plans for a larger, grander, more, like, county jail in Mm -hmm. 1835. Or the, oh, Lord, I can't even get it together. 1875, they wanted to, they introduced plans for the new sheriff's residence. They had just built the courthouse 40 years prior in 1835. Okay. So, however, in April 1975, a referendum was held, and the public decided that a new courthouse was not necessary. The vote was 1200 and five to 724 but by march 1877 they definitely meant 1875 oh okay <laughs> so in april 1875 they held a vote people were like nah but by 80 or 1877 the county commissioners were concerned about the deteriorating condition of the existing courthouse and voted two to one to build a new courthouse so basically Noblesville people were really frugal, and they're like, we don't want our money going to that. We'd rather have a more secure, nicer sheriff's residence jail.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: And then eventually, it's silly that two years later, they're like, okay, well, this really isn't safe anymore, so uh, (laughs) we're doing it anyway. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. A month later, architect Edwin May was selected to design the new building. May had designed other courthouses and was known for designing fireproof buildings for which he held three U.S. patents. Oh. Yeah, and May is best known today as the architect of the Indiana State Capitol. Also, it's a very cool capital if you've never been, check it out. But many county residents still did not support the project, and a lawsuit was filed to stop the commissioners from issuing bonds for the courthouse construction. I don't know why they were so—like, they are really <laughs> tight-fisted people. Right. The circuit court judge agreed with the dissenters and granted an injunction preventing the issuance of bonds the county commissioners not only appealed the decision to the Indiana Supreme Court, they also had the 1835 courthouse demolished. So they're like, well, now you really don't have a choice. Right. Fortunately, that. right. Fortunately, by mid-June 1877, the Supreme Court dissolved the injunction and the new courthouse was back on track. So it didn't take very long. It took from March to June for them to be like, okay, I guess we got to keep going. And bids were awarded for the construction in September 1877, so three months later? Yes. And the Aaron and the Aaron G. Campfield. You know, I read this earlier, and now that I'm reading it, I'm like, y'all could have proofread this a little more. Unless they're like, the Aaron G. Campfield. <laughs> like, we don't know who this is. So what kind of sucks is Edwin May has now been let go because they stopped construction on it. They There was a pause on it, so they lost Edwin May but then in, so it, they had to get someone new so bids were awarded for construction in 1877 and the Aaron G Campfield was hired to build the building for $99,950 in 1877 that is a lot of money uh yeah the site was then excavated and the foundation stone was laid throughout the winter of 1878 4,000 people showed up for the cornerstone laying ceremony on April 20th please it what <laughs> <laughs> oh Actually, don't blaze it, because didn't it burn down or something? Yikes. I don't know. Anyway, after nearly two years of construction, the county commissioners took possession of the new courthouse on July 3rd, 1879. Change orders and delays caused the final price tag of the building to be, so they were going to build it for $99,950. The time changes all of that. Ended up being one hundred
0: and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, our so- budget is four hundred thousand. After renovations, it was eight hundred. But <laughs> right, they <laughs> like we had some wiggle room. Our budget's four hundred
1: thousand. We bought this house for three hundred and fifty, so we've got fifty thousand for renovations. We went fifty thousand over budget. Listen, yeah. I've been watching a lot of HGTV, and that one hundred percent happened. These people, I swear to God, California is <laughs> a joke. I'm putting my papers down just to do this. Oh my God, <laughs> California is a joke. These people are like. We're looking for a house like a vacation home. It's not even their real home. One point seven million dollars. A budget? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: oh, and okay.
1: but that's with renovations, of course. Of course. Oh yes. They found a house. They picked the most expensive, of course, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at one point five million. And they're like, We have two hundred thousand to make renovations. I'm like, that's more than most homes in Terre Haute
0: cost. Like the average home.
1: Yeah, the average home. $200,000 for renovation cost. They do all of it. They picked the ugliest... Maddie liked it, unfortunately. Ugliest green-veined marble. Everything had marble. The bathroom was floor-to-ceiling, wall-to-wall marble. That's what they wanted? Yes! Oh, well, not the green. That was reg. Not the green. That was regular marble. They had black marble, white marble, green marble. They had it everywhere. And they're like, so... This was just phase one. Phase one. They had $200,000 for the budget or whatever. And they're like, we're going to do phase two later because, of course, rich people, whatever. They're like, so phase one, we went, unfortunately, a little over budget. We went about $100,000 over budget, and this is just phase one.
0: Oh, my
1: God. $300,000 for the first chunk. And they'll get to the second chunk later because they have a child now, and they don't want to worry about that right now.
0: Now, was it a really lavish home? I know it's California, so cost of living is higher. Uh, but unfortunately, yes, it was a very lavish home. I remember watching a woman who her budget was like, it said a million plus. And she's like, really, I don't have a cap. It's just whatever, whatever, whatever I feel. Whatever suits my needs. Yeah, whenever I just walk in and it feels right. She picked the most expensive home. And it was like, it was so weird because it was a very nice brick, old structured building. Think of like the Slippery Noodle kind of, mm-hmm. that type of building. Sitting in the middle of downtown Chicago, like in just the thick of it, mm-hmm. it was so out of place. And she's like, oh, I just love it because it feels so old and unique. But I walk outside and I'm right in downtown. And I'm Honestly, like,
1: that would be really cool, though, to be fair. But it felt weird. Like it was the
0: only residential building.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be weird. Anyway, we, Shoot, got, off, sorry. we got off topic. California and Chicago people twin are <laughs> yeah, no, Twin tangents coming. Yeah, twin tangents. Hold gonna on to your HGTV. butts, folks. TV. That is the second time I said hold on to your butts. But, I mean, <laughs> I like a good butt. What can I say? <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> anyway, we have strayed so far from God's, God's man, light. So. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I find myself more of a boob man. <laughs> oh, my God. I said you strayed so far from God's light. Let's keep going. <laughs> Anyhoot. Little Black Dress is almost gone, guys.
1: Oh my, Megan. What? That, the bottle's empty. Okay, well, I also am not drinking I know, because I'm I know. talking. Go so, on. way over budget, they almost doubled it. It turned out to be a great investment for all of Hamilton County, though. Wait, with an exclamation point. Yay! Yay! Okay. In the courtroom that has stayed nearly untouched since it was built in 187, 1879, there have been reports of footsteps. I didn't make this note, so I'm going to pause here. That's sort of the history that I have on it. Even during the tour, the guy told all of this and he's like, so you're wondering, where's the haunted stuff? Where are the ghosts? And Uh he's like, there's really not a lot of ghosts. And that was, this is how we kicked off the tour. And I went, "Uh uh-huh. He's like, well, even ghosts don't want to deal with the red tape. They get bored with the legal stuff too. (laughs) <laughs> Which, yes, that's fair. I wouldn't stick around in the afterlife for that. I don't want to do that in the regular A life.
0: In literal hell. Why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you do that? Why?
1: People willingly? Anyway. So he said there are some <sighs> claims, some things that people say have happened there. And this is sort of part of it. This is actually notes that I think I transcribed from the tour. So he said in the courtroom that has stayed nearly untouched since it was built in 1879, which is really cool. He said a lot of this stuff was been renovated especially in the 90s. They did a big overhaul, but like the main courtroom is as much as it can be pretty original. So, 150 years old, 140 years old. It's kind of wild. There he said there have been reports of footsteps, items being moved, papers being shuffled. Of course, there's no specific stories on that, but A lawyer, sorry if you're a lawyer, but they seem like very dry to the point, people, so I feel like they wouldn't... I feel like they'd be skeptics, too.
0: Yes. Like, they're like, I'm just so stressed, I forgot I put this here instead
1: of there. True. Fair. Fair. The most regularly told sighting is a face that can be seen in one of the upper story windows where nobody should be, and it's usually surrounded by a slight glow, which seems kind of tropey, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It usually shows up... He said it usually shows up in the side window. Did you catch exactly what window? Yes. Okay, because I was ca- I was like, there's all a lot of... Way si- up at the tippy top. Oh, wow. Okay, I wasn't looking in the right spot at all. I did see something in one of the windows. I was like, hello, but it didn't move the whole time we looked at it. So I didn't... I mean, there's... Megan's showing me a picture of it right now, a picture that she actually took.
0: I did. I tried to see... Of course, if I could see the face. I was going to say, it's nighttime
1: by the time she took that picture. It was probably at 10 o'clock. It was right at 10 o'clock, actually, because I remember he said, if you look up at the courthouse, that's the mirror, or the mirror, the window that the thing should show up in. We all look up at the clock tower, and then it's like, and just starts yeah. dinging 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was
0: very foreboding. I don't think it was planned. He did kind of like chuckle a little bit. He's like, oh, well, good timing. Yes. <laughs> So,
1: yeah, he's one for the dramatics in a good way. I really liked his storytelling. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to hold off on my thought on that because I feel like we'll sort of cover it in the end. Since we don't have really a rating, I'm going to keep my thoughts on that at the end, and maybe we'll cover our thoughts on the places and the tour and the guide and whatever. We, there was no experience there. This tour was mostly 90% just history, learning, Hearing other people's accounts, they say that sometimes things do happen on these walks. Did anything happen with this courthouse? Did we see the face? Not really. No. Also, it was, which is surprising, because it was raining.
0: Mm-hmm, and the yes. rain,
1: yeah, God, and we didn't have an umbrella or
0: And I'm still in my boot, y'all.
1: It was lots of fun. So, <laughs> the thing about the rain is, was it annoying? Yes. But we've talked about how rain running water, I would consider rain running water. Yeah. Can be a good catalyst for spirits, like this moving, flowing energy that they can constantly take from. So I was hoping we would find something, but the problem with the rain is it also saturates sounds and things like that very easily.
0: Yes. And we're right on the square. So cars driving by the whole time. (laughs) Loud trucks that have nothing to
1: prove, but they're trying their best to prove it. Yeah. It's very annoying. So that... Is the courthouse? that's unfortunately the only stories we really I could really find on the courthouse as far as the haunted stuff goes. Someone else in the neighborhood has something to prove. I don't know if y'all heard that, hopefully not. <laughs> so they've driven around the block like two or three times now, killing me over here. <laughs> so, the other place that I'm going to cover is was actually the last so I'm covering the first stop and the last stop. I didn't really think about that. Oh yeah, that's true. So and you get all the the middle juicy stuff. Not that this isn't good. I like to end my part on this note. So we stopped at the Riverside Cemetery. And this, there were, of course, a lot of little tidbits, historical facts, things like that. Like it was ran by a black man at the time, which wasn't really, like it was back during the Civil War, so it was pretty, uh... Scandalous, if you will. It was Overton
0: or uh, Brown Overton. You may cover it, I guess. It says established circa eighteen twenty on the, the entrance.
1: But that's they think that's incorrect. So I thought he was going to say a large gap. He said something like it's supposed to be It's supposed to be, I guess, the oldest cemetery in Hamilton County. It says it was built in eighteen twenty. He thinks eighteen twenty two. I think, but that's not true. But it wasn't post. Not 1830, but it wasn't pre-1820, so we're talking about a difference of less than 10 years, but he's like, but it's wrong. So whatever it is, it's one of the first, if not the first cemeteries, oldest cemeteries in Hamilton County, and it's still being used today. It is still an active cemetery, and it's actually pretty well-kept, but it's well-kept now because I'm going to be honest with the cemetery. It was very hard to find information on it, I kept, I had to dig and dig and it kept finding all these other cemeteries. It, it's like, did you mean this one in Carmel? Did you mean this one in Indianapolis? Did you mean this one? I was like, no, it, <laughs> it, it's this one. And I finally, honestly, what I had to do was zoom in on a map and go through our walk. And it's, you see all these other cemeteries, you zoom, 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 and then it's like, Riverside Cemetery. I'm like, yes, that one, that. <sighs> and honestly, all I could find was an article uh, as far as like history and recounting goes. In the Indy Star, the title of the article is Four of Indiana's Spookiest Lady Ghosts, which we may have to come (laughs) back to.
0: I do like a good lady ghost. (laughs) We do, apparently.
1: (laughs) So this was originally published in October of 2013. It was then republished in October of 2016. So I guess, and it was republished on Halloween, so I think it was just a hype-up Halloween because Indy do be like that. They call this... So the way we were introduced to the main spooky part of the cemetery was the woman in white.
0: Yeah, we've had, what, the gray lady, a lady in black, mm-hmm. and now we have lady in white.
1: Yes. And, but here in the indie Star, they called her the running woman of Riverside Cemetery. So this is kind of in... A don't running
0: know- ghost. No thank right,
1: you. Right, right. Literally what I found here makes no sense about, like, what we heard or what we were told. So it's the running woman of Riverside Cemetery. It says, she's an early 20th century woman in a long skirt, blouse, and plaid shawl. Runners and joggers describe her as a white outline who can outrun them in the cemetery. Fa- I would
0: literally <laughs> just jump in the White River. I would be done forever. Right? Are you kidding? It, fa- it says here,
1: founded in 1827, she disappears through a wire fence. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know who Kabrowski is. I should have probably looked up further in the oh, article, but whatever. It's the not- Kabrowskis
0: are the people that he mentioned a lot, Nicole. Okay, it is Nicole. And, I just want to yeah. make sure. So this is probably who it's talking about because I was like, this
1: doesn't seem like the same thing. that I came across here, him in my history too. <laughs> this here says, Kabrowski claims to have met her during a July 4th celebration two years ago. I told her, don't be upset. This is a celebration for independence. She gave me a dirty look, look and started to walk off. So it is the same one because we yep. did hear that story, but nowhere did I hear that she's a jogger in a
0: shawl. Right. That she's she will outrun you. a long distance runner. <laughs> yeah.
1: God. Which that last quote kind of spoils a little bit of the uh, encounters that I was going to cover. But mm-hmm. yeah, no jogging ghost. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. She ain't running. Nobody's running in that cemetery. No. Absolutely not. And there's good reason why you wouldn't run in that cemetery. So they didn't have a name or anything. They. This article didn't have a name. We might have a name for the lady, which is Sarah Victoria Evans. She was the wife of a big-name dude. I don't have his name. I feel terrible about it. It's I suddenly it's like John or something. John Evans.
0: Yeah. I don't remember his name either. Right. Well, he
1: had a high position in the war, in the Civil War, and he... Loved his firearms, loved his explosives, and he apparently constantly set them off. Shot off guns, shot off cannons, Shit drove her insane, and apparently it drives her insane even in the afterlife, because she doesn't like loud noises. People have found that this ghost really doesn't like loud noises. <sighs> and so, yeah, that that interaction in particular, Nicole says that, they were with a group doing the tour, and everyone saw this woman as if she was she was as clear as anybody else on that tour, but kind of off on her own, looked very upset, and they're like, "There's the woman in white." And they're like, "Hello in turn and sure enough, And apparently she was there long enough and present enough that Nicole walked up to her and told her, like, "Yes, this is I'm sorry if the fireworks are upsetting you. this is, like you know that our country won its independence. This is us celebrating that." And she said that. The The Lady in White gave her a dirty look and kind of just sauntered off and then disappeared. So, the Lady in White is seen by a lot of people, like, mourning over her grave, walking through the graves. People say they've seen her sitting, kneeling, walking. There's also talk of a Civil War soldier. Oh, that's over, Uh, Brown Overton. Yes. Who, he, there's a bunch of history to it, but I don't want to get too deep into it because, like I said, you can go check out the tour yourself. It's very cool. It's only $18. They do it year-round, like once a month, but you'll and catch it. sells
0: out quick, so. Yes,
1: there are plenty of tours. I could have covered a bunch of history, but one, there wasn't a lot to find on that, so I really have to go by memory and my recordings, but also I don't want to bog you down, and Megan has places to talk about. But the cemetery is very interesting to me. Some of the highlights of the history that I will cover are the cemetery is very old. They talked about it. It's right next to White River. Yeah. It's right next to the White River, which is a very prominent river through Indianapolis. The White River floods a lot sometimes, and oh, this yeah. was back they've had the cemetery back since the eighteen hundreds. They didn't quite prepare for something like that. So there was one time it flooded to nine feet high. Yeah. Yeah, nine feet something high like that. and washed up bodies. Oh yeah. It actually brought up bodies from the ground and and gravestones, grave markers. There are They tried to put back as many grave markers as they could. This is a real thing. You can go see it. Some of them they couldn't find. There were bodies that they couldn't match to the gravestones and vice versa. They didn't know where they came from. So there's like an area of mass graves of like people we don't know who they are. And then the pieces of headstones, gravestones that they couldn't find have been placed in cement. So they're just like stuck to the ground so you can go look at them, but they're not on anyone's gravesite.
0: Yeah. So... that would definitely um, disturb some yeah, spirits. Upset a I lot think. of spirits.
1: They say like cemeteries are always a hot spot, but this one in particular, there are people who are displaced. They don't know where they are anymore. There's just a mass cement block of gravestones that they're like, "These are pieces and bits of gravestones. We don't know who you are or where you are, but we're sorry. Here's here you go." What are what are some other? Th- I'm suddenly drawing a blank. I think that's really the oh right, Brown Overton, who was the Civil War guy. There was like a a love story most foul that couldn't be and oh yeah mostly this woman wanted a pension i don't know just take the tour don't want to spoil it but this guy who is a civil war soldier walks the perimeter and people will see him in his full garb just kind of doing his duty walking
0: around <laughs> not jogging
1: not no nobody freaking jogs <laughs> the the cemetery seemed very cool and what it ended with was it was made very clear to us. He's like, if you look right now, it's eleven o'clock. The gate's still open. He's like, this is still a functioning cemetery. You can come and go as you please. Like, feel free to come check this place out, look at it, tell us if you have any experiences. We definitely plan on doing that. Did we have any experiences while we're there? One tiny one. So we had the EMF going. Oh god. <laughs> See, there's so many. There are so many places, guys. Just yeah. take the tour. The Demon House. God.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: Man. Maybe I wish we'll, we'll, we'll have, have a tangent. That. I don't want to make this a super long episode. They have a no. place. Yeah. But they they had a place there as well that they called the Demon House. It is not the Gary, Indiana one. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Don't get it confused. Which
0: doesn't even stand anymore. Thanks, Zach. Zach.
1: So the de- we had the EMF reader, the Demon House. Just very quick note. The EMF reader was losing its mind. Oh, yeah. Like in the red the whole time. We pulled out that EMF in that cemetery, at the courthouse, at the jail, nothing. Not a thing, for the rest of the, for the, rest of the tour, nothing. But at this demon house, the EMF was spiking. The, well, it, I have
0: videos of it.
1: Yeah, it never once stopped. But, so we were using, in the cemetery we were using the EMF, there wasn't much. But the one thing that did happen, is very small, but still kind of shows to the validity of this sometimes. Megan pulled out Old Faithful Ghost Tube. We haven't used it in a long time. And so we're listening to this tour, trying to pay attention, trying to see the words that it gave. And there was one word that it said that just sort of seemed prominent. We couldn't place it. What It said three, right? Or third. Yes. It kept saying third. And then, so we walked up to these obelisks. There were
0: four... It was just like family plots. I don't know if they were sisters necessarily. There were like four
1: obelisks that he was about to take us to. And Megan's like, I wonder if there's something with the third obelisk. Like, let's keep an eye on it or whatever. And there wasn't anything about the third obelisk. But as he was talking, he's like on July third, and started saying like at like all of a sudden, all these threes started
0: becoming very prominent in the story because we were looking at Overton, and then as we he told us about the Whiteley, and we started walking to it. That's when it said third, and he had just said there are four tall monuments, and I said I want to see who's in the third monument because I was thinking maybe that's who it was. Um, but it yeah, was, then the number it, three became uh, recurring in the yeah, conversation. It,
1: yeah, they said that 4th of July celebration where Nicole Kabrowski interacted with the Lady in White. It was a 4th of July celebration, but it was on July 3rd. Like, all these threes started popping up. So that was really, I think, kind of cool and interesting. The second it happened, I, like, smacked Megan on the shoulder. I was like, three, the third. <laughs> <laughs> three. Pick number three, my lord. <laughs> so, what's that movie? We haven't done that in a long time. That's. Do you know what movie that is? Yeah. Okay, good. You don't, do three. you?
0: Pick number three, my lord. No, of course I know what it oh, is. Oh, okay, okay. Well. Try me. And then I didn't tell you this, but <laughs> as we were walking up to the four monuments and getting ready to stop and talk about it, yeah. or just before, right as we were stopping and they started to talk about it, I got, I'm close. Gross. Yeah. I, I didn't tell you that like one. like that. And that's, we were standing by where they said she has been seen often. Mm -hmm. And I got, I'm close.
1: Yep, they've caught mist around those obelisks. Like, just so many stories. I tried to keep it short. Sorry if that was a little long-winded. I thought it was interesting. And those are just two of the four places. I don't know if Megan's going to be as long. We have, like, short episodes sometimes. Y'all kick back and relax. This is a fun one.
0: Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, you're not
1: going anywhere. Sit
0: down! (laughs)
1: so that's my information that i got on the noblesville courthouse and the riverside cemetery in noblesville that is very hard to find information on. i say that and now watch all of you come at me like i found this article i found it shut up dang hush hush your (laughs) your lips we'll start paying you you can be our historian and i don't have to do this anymore and i can catch up on that sleep deficit (laughs) this is hard work folks okay so that's that's what i got now finally i can start drinking. Jesus
0: criminy. I I tr- I wanted to finish Little Black Dress before I started. I'm trying so hard, but my she's God. actually real like I'm scary clo- close. I'm like maybe three <laughs> two, ounces. I was gonna say
1: two or three ounces away. <laughs> I'm trying. I, I've definitely got two glasses, so about to kick back, tuck in.
0: All Let's right.
1: go. <laughs> and la- well, no. And lastly, I wanted to say, oh. Just a like a quick note because when I I did the stop the Running Woman of Riverside Cemetery, they had the other three of the four like spookiest ladies in Indiana. They covered the Slippery Noodle.
0: Yes, but you want to know what the which we've covered? Go back. Yes, but you want to know what they called them?
1: That that title was the Slippery Noodle in Hookers. Stop. (laughs) We're very uh, we're uh, Mm.
0: PC. I don't know (laughs) if that's what you. Well, I mean, we, I, I that was the a question royal we are. <laughs> the royal we.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just thought I was like, that's neat. That's Oops, fun. <laughs> it's just about as distasteful as some other things I've been hearing lately, but I'm not going to go into that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Co- <laughs> Am I right? I don't think they're listening. No, not at all. They're not listening. Okay. <laughs> I know mine aren't. Mine are like. The average age of my coworkers is like fifty. sorry to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway That's
1: so bad. Oh. let's let's reel it back in. Megan is now Ooh. a little warm and going to try to read to us. I shouldn't have I
0: shouldn't <laughs> have mistakes <laughs> were made. You really shouldn't have. I'm gonna finish this. God, we have to I want to finish one more bottle. I'm nursing it, okay. <laughs> I mean, you do you, I guess I'm. A baby, okay, go on. I'm like nay All right, so I'm gonna cover two more places that we went to, and man, I forgot all about the Demon House. We were going through the tour trying to pick like what would be a good four to cover. I mean, I feel like we the ones we picked are still good, but gosh, there's some good ones on there. So all the more reason to do the tour, or all the more reason for us to go back and maybe do our own I investigation.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think we picked the courthouse because it's what kicked it all off, and it gives you a vibe. But dang, should have done the demon house. I can't,
0: I don't know why that just like didn't even. There were so many
1: places to cover.
0: Yes, I was racking my brain. I'm like,
1: uh. The the church that's now a multi-purpose building with the guy who woke up in the middle of the night that slept in his office. There's so many I was looking through
0: my pictures and I'm
1: like, how did I
0: forget that one? I do Mm -hmm. have a picture of that building because it's kind of cool.
1: You know what? Tangents are coming up. Maybe we'll throw these all in a grab bag.
0: All right. So the first place I'm going to cover is a restaurant, kind of. Tavern, beer, <laughs> pub, uh, beer. <laughs> it's we, a pub and... <laughs> a pub and beer. A pub and beer. Don't, don't you scream. Pub <laughs> and restaurant. I'm not going to scream. <laughs> Sorry. We do
1: like a good restaurant, though. Why am I hungry? I haven't
0: had dinner. Oh, no. Oh, God. We did have a stretch there where we went to a couple of restaurants pretty close back to, not back to back, but close together. Yeah. We're like, why are all these restaurants haunted? And it it's turns out up. because they used to be buildings long before, and this one is no exception. Mm. So, the first one I'm going to be covering is Sid's Bar. Uh, I believe that's the actual... Yikes, yeah, I don't want to say it. It's Sid's Fine Foods and Spirits. Oh, so, so sorry. Ow, so fancy.
1: I hit my elbow.
0: <laughs> so sorry. Thank so, you. The... Touching back on the courthouse, which you covered first, the courthouse was built in 1879, is what this article said. This comes from Sid's Fine Foods website.
1: Yeah, it was. I think it finally, like it, it was revealed and done. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, ten years later, the first tavern was open in the J. L. Evans Building mm-hmm. because Priorities. that is a staple. Yes. <laughs> the tavern benefited from nearby railroad traffic, and it offered lodging to the upper floors. The building has always been used as a tavern, except during 1909 to 1933, when alcohol sales were prohibited by the government. You know they still had it in there. I know. We've covered Prohibition in a couple of episodes.
1: And y'all took history classes, which I'm sure were watered down and whitewashed, but anyway.
0: Catch up. (laughs) So, after Prohibition ended, in 1945, Walter Carey and Sid Gill opened up SIDS. and And If I were Walter, I'd be mad. Right, like, why did he get the prominent name? I guess I I'm not gonna dive too deep, and I'll be honest, I didn't dive too deep, so I can't tell you why. So I don't know why they picked Sid over Walter or Kay, like Walter. Maybe Carey. Walter was
1: just a financer, I don't know. Fine, fi- fi- You know uh, what is the word like for a
0: bookkeeper them? or a CPA? No, nah, gave him money to open the place. I don't know. Oh, who knows? Yep. Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> uh they installed the locally famous shuffleboard game that's in the middle of the bar we wanted to stop in there honestly when we were on the tour because we didn't get to stop for food beforehand (laughs) we're like oh how late are they open Uh, They closed uh, at like
1: 11 11.
0: we did not make it in time but the tour was good so i'm glad we didn't like veer off i'm like we're just gonna stop here for a minute (laughs) we didn't do that anyway they have a famous shuffleboard game in the middle of their bar, and they also coined the familiar SIDS catchphrase, howdy, bub. Oh, the I, the
1: very famous. Hear it all the very time. Very famous. Hear it all the time. Howdy, bub.
0: <laughs> this is coming from their website. I don't know. I hope when I when those doors open, someone better yell howdy, bub to me. If honestly. I'm
1: going to walk in. I want to walk in and yell it. <laughs> and then be like, get out of here queer i don't know why that was oh my, my god <laughs> <laughs> no indianapolis the noblesville area is much more accepting
0: well at Ugh. one point of course as we all do please let's not get down an existential <laughs> rabbit hole uh sid did pass away and as a this is kind of we're already just jumping into the haunted stuff mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and get right to it the employees of Sid's Tavern, as a tribute to Sid, would leave a drink on the bar. Uh, and yeah. that was their way of, you know, respecting, showing respect for Sid. And be like, here you go, Sid. Here's one on you, even though you're gone. We're we're honoring your memory here. Yeah,
1: pour one out, but don't pour it because we're cheap and we don't waste alcohol. Right.
0: Then put it back in the bottle. Yes. No, don't, <laughs> don't do that. It's the same drink that's been sitting there for X years, whenever Ugh, he passed it away. Okay. S- Here's Here you go. Here's some haunted stuff. You're going to leave a drink for a dead guy. Sorry, Sid. Uh, yep. On the bar, some workers claimed that they would come back to find the drink had been drained. Sid was thirsty. Same. Uh, when they would come in the next day. Empty, empty glass on the bar. Maybe employees drink it, but that's a bad idea. Why, you ask? One worker reported that he drank it, uh, quote, he drank it and he shouldn't have because things started happening at night. And that is Michael Kabrowski. So we come across the Kabrowski's. They, the Kabrowski's weren't the people running. I hope I'm saying that right. And I'm not reading that wrong. Um, Look, I had a friend. He's probably not listening to either. Everyone liked hearing his last name because it was Wasterdowski. Yeah. And they're like, can you say that? like three more times (laughs) right it's a a good last name that's a good last name so they didn't do the tour that we were on but they are part of the paranormal investigation team Mm -hmm. that the guy who did the tour he, he he works with them so it was as soon as i saw the kabrowski name and a bunch of these articles i was like okay well it makes sense they're really taking over the noblesville area yeah so that comes from no uh not Noblesville, Michael Kabrowski. The culprit was, who drank the drink, was a cleaning, they didn't, they missed a word, a cleaning employee, I guess. So sanitation, if you will. Uh, He was cleaning the tavern, and he suddenly heard a noise come from the kitchen, and this was after having the drink. He knew his coworkers had left for the night, but he went to the kitchen to see if they had returned for some reason. As soon as he stepped into the kitchen, the noise stopped. I don't want <laughs> to get on a tangent. I have worked for uh, an establishment that was in the building itself. I don't think it was haunted. I think it was the grounds. Mm-hmm, but definitely hearing something in the back. And I'm like, well, all the employees are up front. So what's going on? And when I walk back there, everything immediately stopped. But the sound was so distinct. Like, you, yeah, I knew what it was. I'm like, no one's back there. Why? I hear dishes. I hear cups. I go back there. Not not a soul. Well, this happened to this employee. He hears things banging around in the kitchen, goes back there, stops immediately upon walking through the back. I feel that, homie. I'm there for it. After returning to his work in the bar, the worker heard the noises again. This time, he barely cracked the kitchen door open, and he was peeking inside, and he actually saw pots and pans moving and falling from the shelves. No, no, thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I didn't witness it myself, but... I'll go ahead and tell you now it was the Starbucks that I worked at. I won't tell you what was on the grounds. Maybe we'll cover that one day. We've talked about that. That would be that would be cool, I think. But yeah. we'll figure it out to to be fun to cover. I don't I mean, there's definitely history there, but whatever was on the grounds before something is lingering. And I was at the front and we heard the dishes clanging and cleaning. And I was like, I mean, thanks, but hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> also. If you've ever worked somewhere that had cups in like a plastic sleeve or a, a long oh thing, that sound of vroom when it comes out of the box, it's we, very distinct. Yes, we were hearing that like vroom 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 coming out of the boxes, and we're like, someone's just ripping cups out of the box. So we ran in the back, and um, no one was there, but things were disheveled. I will say, uh, there's plenty more that happened at that building. <clears throat> I want to tell you guys now, but I won't. Yeah. So <laughs> We've already gone down too many rabbit holes. Moral of the story: If there is a bi- a drink left on the bar unattended at Sids, leave it do alone. Do not drink it because anyone who drinks it, this it wasn't covered in this article, and I apologize. That did come from Haunt or the Indie dot com. It yeah. was one of their articles that I got that from. That when he told his coworkers that all this stuff started happening the first thing they asked him was did you drink the drink on the bar mm-hmm. everybody knows don't drink the drink yeah so the end on sid's bar <laughs> he missed that's it. a fun one also they said the fried pickles are really good oh, so god shut up <laughs> uh, what- <laughs> <is> open this so <laughs> little- <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 now i want fried pickles you make don't i love fried Ooh, pickles how <laughs> late is charlie's open Oh. Well, anyway. let's hurry up. Okay, so the
0: sheriff's house. <laughs> uh, the end. Bye. It was fun. See well, you next week. There's your sneak peek. The next thing I'm <laughs> going to cover is the sheriff's house. We're bringing it full circle. So Kelsey talked about the courthouse to start. What I'm going to cover here was actually our second stop, and she said it was very hard to find stuff that was just the courthouse and not the sheriff's It was house.
1: really hard to differentiate. It just kept saying... The courthouse and the jailhouse, well, the jail, it's because Megan might have a lot to go on here. The jail is very interesting and I think it gets, the courthouse is very overshadowed by it. So I was, I was struggling.
0: Most of the information, actually all of the information I got is from UnseenPress.com. I found a lot from that as well. That is our tour guide. Those are Uh, our tour people. That makes so much sense. I was like, every time I look up this, I keep getting unseen press. Mm -hmm. And the Kabrowski's. Yep. That's that whole group. That's that investigation group. That makes sense. Because when I was looking at this article in particular about the sheriff's house, which y'all strap in because they said they have some of the most damning evidence that they've ever gotten from the sheriff's house. So cannot wait Ugh, can't wait to go back to this one, honestly. No,
1: yeah. it. it the thing is, I was going to say this for the end. It's not really a thing, but I was just going to say, was this a tour with like any spooky things or scares or things like that? No, but it gave us a lot of kind of ammunition for the future, a lot of good places that we want to check out going forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... I will. I I guess I started jumping the sheriff's office. We already said this. We did not go into Sid's bar. We definitely just stood on the corner and looked at it because at the time that we saw it, it was during operation so yeah it, it was open and people were in there eating and drinking and having a good time and we were outside in the rain and that's okay i guess so <laughs> <laughs> the rain held off for a while it was when the it was at the graveyard that it when i say bad. rain it was like a light drizzle but the graveyard yes this went it, it was just a steady and like, rain yay. and at a
1: point like it's dripping off your hair your clothes you're like I you just accept it after right. a while
0: this is this is great this is fine so no, nothing happened at SIDS. We didn't even walk up next to the building. But because it was during operational hours, we probably would have to write off everything as far as, like, I don't know if they allow vaping in the building. And we obviously know smoking's not allowed. But if they're vaping, smoke and stuff could cause orbs. The sound of the bar would totally mess up our EVPs. There was no way we were going to catch anything at Sid's bar, but very excited to check it out. Honestly, I get Bobby Mackey vibes. Ugh, I was just talking about Bobby Mackey today.
1: I'm telling you, we need to go back. I don't want to. Spo- I don't. I'm not spoiling it because there's no plans in the works right now to go back, but I want to go back. And I'm uh, just saying that right I now. I talked to God about it yesterday.
0: John and I talked about it because we watched. He wanted to watch Ghost Adventures, and he's like, well, "Let's just start from episode one, good season luck. one. Good luck. We're in like season eight right now." The entire time I was watching it, I said why how uh, Who? yes what like you every can question. check out our Bobby Mackey episode but we desperately want to go back
1: yeah don't let our bobby mackey episode paint the the picture in entirety for you because it's
0: we're not taking that as a the end that is end not the end all. of it that no. is not
1: the end of this
0: no we are coming
1: <laughs> that was gross <laughs> god why are you i, why, oh, like I can't <laughs> Man, you got to finish this and get your get it together, you're gross.
0: Oh, this wine. This is a family friendly.
1: <laughs> well, like a an older family friendly, just friendly. Oh my god, we got to Oh
0: my god. This is there's still so much to talk about. You guys, one day when we get cameras up and record us, you're just going to be like, "Why is she doing that?
1: it?" Yeah, I wish you could. I'm really glad you physically can't see us. The day that you can is going to be a nightmare for both of us.
0: One that means
1: I'm actually going to have to dress to
0: impress. Oh at my God, least from like we'll have the to be waist up.
1: <laughs> if you could see the way we're sitting right now. <laughs> You're lucky I wasn't drinking anything because that would have been a spit take for real. <sighs> and you would have bought me a new pop filter. Oh, what what is it, like $12? I don't know. It was a present.
0: Chuck change. I'm Shut not, <laughs> not, in these, not in this help. day and age. <laughs> we're all so
1: poor. Donate to Patreon. It's really hard today. <laughs> oh, my this God. This is a small
0: cry for help. Sure. Anyway, the sheriff's residence. I'm not doing well. The sheriff's house is our next stop. <laughs> <laughs> And Next our, and final, our final stop. On You'll be glad to know it's the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have to gather myself. Okay, this was not the last stop in the tour, which, of uh, whatever, it's fine. We're going out of order, but that's okay because we saved the best one for of last. the best for last. I would say we obviously skipped over a really good one. That my, just, bad, my How bad. could I even forget? But <laughs> we're gonna cover the sheriff's house, which is right next door sits in the same middle square as the courthouse, mm-hmm. which is why their stories coincide so much. And duh, it's a courthouse and a sheriff's house. Right. So. And I
1: believe the courthouse and sheriff's house was all one entity before they split.
0: Yes. So the sheriff's building was actually a working sheriff's building until nineteen seventy seven, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, uh, because I don't think I don't think I marked the day it actually opened, I was gonna say I feel like that's at least a hundred years. Because again, these dates that I have is talking about the courthouse itself. It says it's finished in ni- eighteen seventy nine. So I don't know. We'll skip the dates. Just know that it has been around a long time. Shortly after, I'm sure, just around the same time as the courthouse, or shortly after. Yeah. And the fact that it was a functioning sheriff's building till nineteen seventy seven. Wow. <laughs> The sheriffs actually stayed on site until the late 1960s, and the deputies were there until the 1970s, roughly, mm-hmm. until they finally were like, okay, the city is growing. This isn't really feasible anymore. Yeah. So, the to give you a little bit of a layout, it is three stories. The first story was just your general intake Second story was for juvenile intake. Mm-hmm. And the third story is the women's cells mostly. And surprisingly, the women's cells got to see a lot of visitors. <laughs> and women, actually. Yeah, literal women visitors, except for one instance, which we'll get there. The city itself, during the Prohibition era, when they took away the alcohol era, people were bored. What did I say? Area. Did I really? You said the prohibition era. Era. I I don't know. My face is getting warm. Fried pickles sound great right now. During that time, when people couldn't drink alcohol, they're like, what can we do? And they said, I know women can entertain us. And. But the ladies were making cash. They were uh, making, because <laughs> they had nothing else to spend their money on. And they're like, I like to see ladies in in naked. No. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs>
1: Megan, we got to make it to the end. I like to I'm see like... women in naked. <laughs> so uh, And women are just like, men are dumb, and they would probably not even get naked. They're like, drink, drink, drink. Thanks for the money. Right, they're like,
0: titty. And <laughs> <laughs> want to titty.
1: <laughs> I can't believe we're we're cleaning house on this wine. This might Why have been a mistake. Why are we doing
0: this? Okay, so. Whew. Anyway, the ladies. Titty. <laughs> Stop Shut making up. me laugh. Okay. The ladies were entertaining the men, and the police were privy to this because they were pretty much on it. every night. They're like, "Okay, ladies, to the jail cell," because like- even though. I mean times were different then we're talking early 1900s 1930s yeah, yeah. roughly it was well, still prohibition so 1910s it was still illegal yeah and so after the night was over they kind of cuz tbh i bet some of the police officers were there That's what i'm saying
1: they were in on it at the end of the "Uh." night they
0: said oh yeah here's my badge also you're coming back with me (laughs) so they said they would have up to 20 women up in those cells and i think there were only five cells oh yeah i thought three
1: or five or something
0: uh yeah there were three cells i you're right there are three cells and they would have up to 20 women in there at a time so at the end of their shift they're like come on ladies because it was just like right across the street so they're like let's go and the only way to get to the women's to the third floor, the women's cell was through the residency. So Ugh. you also have the sheriffs and the deputies who are living in the building and they're just traipsing all these
1: women through. I don't even
0: know if you would call them sex workers at the time.
1: They called them prostitutes probably. They did
0: I mean the word at the time was prostitutes, but I don't know what the correct term would be today. I mean, that's still a form of sex work even if you're if you're not having physical interactions with the people if you are <laughs> unrubing. Some people would consider that sex work. So they would show these women up to the third floor, but they'd have to trapse them through their house. And it's like, okay, well, close your eyes, sirs. Which... Um. Duh, they wouldn't. L O L. You know you know there was so much fetish,
1: fetish fetishizing going on. They're like mm, room full of titties. <laughs> just like Titty, everyone titties. just whips them out. Just sits there with them out. That's this exactly so, what i So
0: I hope you I hope you guys are listening to this at work. And I hope, you and I hope your face far. is just like burning right now because we keep saying titties. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Take a drink every time we say <laughs> gosh i hope you're listening to this in the car with the volume
1: up and every time it comes on you're like doo, 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 i'll
0: like tell you, you right now our 10 year old almost 11 year old niece listens <laughs> to us sometimes <sighs> so i'm sorry cadence listen the
1: woman the the woman body is a beautiful thing it's fine
0: right you know what empowerment Mm. Sex power weapons. in the titty. <laughs> <So, laughs> this might have to be an explicit episode just because. Because we've said it about a dozen times. Okay. I'm not mad at all. <clears throat> it's so. a gay joke. Ha, That's it. Ha, ha 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 ha. Okay, go on. <laughs> Moving past the titties, there's also some, I hate to call them famous. I mean, we're here because we like the supernatural and the supernatural really closely mingles with True crime.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Depending on where you're at and what the story is. But we've had some famous folk here at Would the... Would be infamous? Yes, infamous is a good word. One of them being Charles Manson. Mm-hmm, of he, course. He spent just the tiniest bit of time at this... It, here, like, in the courthouse. Actually, and in
1: this. In this in the deal. area,
0: yes. he. I mean, he frequented Indiana. If you look up Charles Manson... He was here for a bit. He was actually in our area, our neck of the woods, Terre Haute.
1: Midwesterners who think their Southerners are very susceptible
0: people. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. He spent two nights in the jail for auto theft. So we were starting small. It got much worse. If you don't know who Charles Manson is, first of all, you live what? under a rock. <laughs> There's no way. Second of all, just look it up. Look it up. It's fun stuff. The second infamous person that lived there... God help us. Was D.C. St- or lived there? Was in the area. Was D.C. Stevenson? If that name doesn't ring a bell as much as Charles Manson, that's fair. Honestly, when I heard it, I said, "Okay." It's
1: probably for the best that it doesn't ring a bell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because don't give he- him any
1: more notoriety than he needs. Yeah,
0: in 1923, he was named Grand Dragon of the KKK. Yeah, uh in Indiana, unfortunately, is pretty. It's a hub. Had a very strong clan uh, presence presence in the state and it's not gone away. I mean, it is a, the year of our Lord 2021 and it's I know it's still here. We know it is still here. Literally <laughs> why? Why? I
1: yeah, I we're not getting into that.
0: But D C Stevens did live in the Indianapolis area and in 1925 he was actually put on trial he was put on trial in Hamilton County, yes. at this courthouse for the kidnap, rape, and murder of Marge, and I'm so sorry I didn't write down her last name. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I, can't, I can't remember. I couldn't,
0: it. yeah, I was picking it up from the recording, couldn't get the last name. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> he ended up doing 31 years for that. Uh, He didn't let the, his... His sentence was that he would do the jail time, and after he was let off on probation, that he would never step foot in the state of Indiana again, which it, he didn't because he ended up dying shortly after in the 1960s. Sometimes, and he actually was the his his actions was the own undoing or the beginning of the undoing of the KKK. So, LOL, DC yeah. Stevens. <laughs> Steven yeah, he said. he pretty much
1: single handedly tore down the the pillar that mm-hmm. was Indiana.
0: He didn't completely eradicate it, boo. But no, he, he definitely, he definitely started the decline of it. Which, thank God,
1: thirty-one years is not enough time. No, it's not.
0: Yeah, he lived in the Irvington area. If you want, to know. God, I love Irvington. Gah! now Tarnished. the haunted stuff. We'll go ahead and just get right into this right now. Why is the sheriff's house haunted? Yes, there's been some terrible, awful people who've come through these walls. But what makes it haunted? Well, it's probably the four deaths that have occurred here. Yeah, it, it might. Mm-hmm. It might be. The first one was an attorney who hung himself. Uh, they didn't say on the tour why. They're not really sure. But you can imagine if you were attorney. an attorney in jail, <laughs> yeah. what could he have done? You know? That's
1: true. And I mean, like, depending on the prominence, if he's just like, I'd rather die than live with this stain on my yeah. name.
0: The second one was an unnamed young man who also hanged himself don't know why don't even have a name for that one the third one was a man who became obsessed with his sister-in-law he was in love with her and wanted her and because obviously she didn't want him it's you know that's her brother-in-law uh if he couldn't have her nobody could so he showed up and he killed her i think i believe he shot her Mm -hmm. and then he turned the gun on himself and tried to commit suicide and failed and he ended up crawling to the (laughs) courthouse, or they brought him to the courthouse where he ended up succumbing to his own injury. Why do men? The end. So Hello? the fourth person... <laughs> Gross. The fourth person, this is actually pretty freaking sad. The fourth one was a Vietnam vet. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: He wa- He robbed a liquor store. I don't know what caused that. He's probably poor like the rest of us. <laughs> like the and rest he- of the veterans. He ended up going to jail, and When he asked the jailer what would happen to him after he got out, they said, we're going to send you back to Vietnam. He literally, the idea of going back to war was so devastating. He couldn't fathom going back into war that he so killed much so he killed himself in his jail cell that night him and his brother i believe were both in jail at the time they were
1: they were next to each other their yep. rooms were next to each other and
0: when the jailer told him that he would be sent back to vietnam he killed himself that night because he would rather die than be sent back to war
1: i have a lot of strong feelings as far as politics go but our veterans have been crapped on for decades it's insane it is insane mhm
0: I'm married to a vet, and I understand has not gone through anything le- of the likes of Vietnam vets and things like that. Don't get me wrong, right, right. But I mean, even just seeing the little bit of bullshittery that these people go through is outrageous. Like, holy cow! <laughs> it's, so it,
1: I mean, it's gone on forever. It's ridiculous. People <laughs> love them when they're fighting for their country, and they could care less about them. When but they're
0: when back. they're back on our soil. They're like, who? Who? What?
1: There's actually, oh gosh, what is the old, there's an old, I'm kicking myself for not remembering the poem, but there's like, I'm going to think of it later and I'm going to post it. It's going to annoy me. You'll see a a social media post. There's a, there's a poem about it. That's actually pretty sad. That's basically saying that it's like, you care, you cheered for me when I was going to war for you. You cheered for me when I fought for this country. I came back and you're like, who? Who? Mm -hmm. And There's a
0: song, and I, man, see I don't remember the maybe song the, either.
1: Maybe it's this. Is it like an older?
0: No, no, it's definitely like, uh, man, I do not remember who sings the song. They kind of fall in like the rock metal okay. type definitely, of genre. No, because this is
1: a very old.
0: Uh, it's wh- called "Hero of War." I know that the name of it is. We'll Hero get there. Of You're
1: going to see some random posts from us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, off topic. Happy birthday, America. Singles Pe- so, are better, <laughs> yes. except for the KKK. Go on.
0: <laughs> so, that is the the sheriff's house today. Of course, it's not being used anymore as an actual sheriff's house. We said that it died out in about the 1970s, but today it stands as the historical museum.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: that is one place that this unseen press .com the people who do the investigations you can actually go to unseenpress.com and book an investigation right there. They do tours there often. And this is one of the places that they have gotten extreme evidence. Oh yeah, and we, um, we we've seen it and he showed us the pictures and at first I was like, "Okay, I They showed us pictures of shadows, which sounds silly until you saw it in action and you're like, okay, that's not just a regular shadow. Um, And it
1: may be one of those things that like, you might've had to be there to get the full effect, but us who were not super skeptical, but we don't take everything at face value. Like I saw and I was like, I, I get it.
0: Yes. Cause there were some pictures he showed us before. I don't know if it was at any of these locations we've talked about, but there was one he showed us and he's like, look how crazy this picture is. And I'm like, Honestly, eh. I feel like I can debunk that pretty quickly. Yeah. But this this one was pretty intense yeah. for what it was. Yeah. And it wasn't a video. Yes, it was just a picture, but you could see the time lapse. They took several pictures, and you can actually find them on the website. So it's of a man sitting in one of the cells, and he was doing I, – I don't know if he was doing an EVP session or if he was just talking in general, mm-hmm. but – Check it out, UnseenPress.com. And that covers that. Unfortunately, no, we did not get to go into any of these buildings. We just got to stand outside, which doesn't mean that things don't happen, even just on the grounds. Because we heard the story about the cemetery where the group the on the 4th, 4th of, July of July celebration saw that. And people seeing the face up in the window. And the mist by the obelisks. And- oh, I can't I don't know why I forgot this. One of the things with Sid's bar, I don't know if tour guests saw this, but going back to Sid's bar, they used to have a mannequin that would sit in the window. Oh my god. And yeah. They would put it in clothing and kind of pose it and stuff and they'd come back in the next morning and it would be in a different pose and they're like, "Well, that's weird. Maybe it's like loose arms or something." Right. Uh but then they would come in, after a while they would come in and it's in a different window. Mm -hmm. and in different parts of the bar, and they're like, LOL, bye, and they put it in the attic. (laughs) (laughs) There's something like
1: that that used to be at a local bar here in town, the Bally. Really? Uh, Yeah, I've got a picture I'll show
0: you. Maybe we'll post that, too. You're just going to get a
1: flood, everybody. Good luck. Ooh, it's going to be fun. (laughs) If we remember all this, it's been a long long one.
0: You know, for an episode that we really didn't have, quote-unquote, experience... This episode, I did, this and maybe it's because fun. it's
1: reminiscent of our tangent, which I don't want to get too into because we're going to cover that here in a second. There's no real rating on this because it wasn't a haunted experience, it was just an experience.
0: Mm-hmm. We knew it was a ghost tour, it was very, very pretty much almost exclusively history, right? So,
1: so I guess instead of a rating, just overall. What's your opinion on the tour? Do you would you suggest it? What are your thoughts on the tour guide that we had? Just any kind of closing thoughts as a whole?
0: I liked our tour guide. I liked his storytelling ability and his off the cuff comments, like, okay, bud. <laughs> that, that was that was a good one. <laughs> that was fun. It's also he's done this so many times mm-hmm. that it, it it's not it, it is rehearsed. It is, but He does a good job of making it sound fresh, but I know they've done this tour numerous times. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, he doesn't sound tired.
1: Right. I have the same sentiment, but sort of in a different direction. I really liked our tour guide. I really liked the tour. I liked all of the locations. I liked learning the history. And honestly, what I took away was really at least three good places to check out in the future. Yes. At least three. But what the impressive part of it was there were no notes. All he, he had an iPad in front of him, I think just to double check and to share the pictures and the and the evidence that they found. Yeah. Really all of this this whole two plus hour tour was off the top of his head. Like he well, just remembered what all of it. Being and I was rehearsed,
0: like rehearsed, but it didn't sound like it didn't
1: sound boring. rehearsed. No, it didn't sound boring. It, it was very interesting, very impressive that he could remember all of that and tell us all of that. Th- I do have to throw in a con because I'm a realist, I suppose. And the con is that what I explained on the drive home, because we always talk about our experiences on the way back, is that if you are already a skeptic of the supernatural, this would be a very hard tour for you to wrap yeah. your head around. You will be... a even more skeptical I can almost guarantee it because I felt a little skeptical at times because and I think it was just our tour guide personally I don't think it's it's the group as a whole I don't know if it's everybody but he, he was a very good storyteller but that was my problem is to me it sounded like a lot of stories and not experiences it sounded like he was telling folklore like made up tales mm-hmm. instead of things that actually happen to people he sort of dramatized it in a way that kept it interesting, but almost in a
0: fictitious way. Okay, yeah, you, you, we did talk about that. Yeah, so
1: I really liked it, but at times I kept forgetting that I was hearing real experiences. I thought I was just listening to ghost stories, like mm-hmm. fictitious ghost stories. And I was like, wait, like you're saying, this actually happened to you, this actually happened to your group, to your friends, to whatever. He over-dramatized it so much that I kept forgetting it was supposed to be real at times. Mm-hmm. And that's that would be my con on that.
0: That's fair. I, I agree with that. Because we, we did talk about that on the the drive home.
1: Yeah. I liked it. Overall, I did like it. But if you're a skeptic, it's hard. Because there were so many tropey things. Like, the person that shows up in the clock tower window has a glow around them. And I I honestly, I can't remember. I meant to make notes of, like, the things that felt very tropey, but they they really kind of did. It felt like stereotypical ghost story stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I wish I could remember off the top of my head. It may not be some of the places we discussed, but there was some that he told that I had to hide my. <laughs> like, it's, okay, it's the
1: equivalent of when you talk about a story and you're like, and they were never.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that we don't believe people's stories because we've we say this all the time when people we have stories that are so unbelievable but that I know people I mean they will roll their eyes in our face and I'm like okay right I'm a little biased but I feel like we also
1: downplay ourselves so I feel like we don't dramatize we're almost like you don't have to believe it I understand it's okay don't hate me please but here's the
0: story I always think of the video of the woman who's in the drive through and she's like can I have a package of ketchup I know just literally just kill me kill kill me me and my whole family like go ahead
1: and murder me I don't need to exist (laughs) but can I just have one more ketchup packet like I'm sorry
0: I'm here just punch me in the face punch me as hard as you can but I just need one ketchup packet. <laughs> like, that's that's pretty
1: much who we are. So when we tell our stories I hope they're not over dramatized. We try to keep it very conversational and real. Yeah. But this he was a storyteller. He kept it interesting but like almost in a negative way at times.
0: Some yeah, sometimes it Well, and I think it's because he also wasn't there. So he is telling it secondhand, even though it's people that he works with, like the tour he was talking about in the cemetery on July 4th, I don't, he didn't make it sound like he was there. So he definitely was telling somebody else's story.
1: Yeah. Told her, it's just our Independence Day. And she, and then she vanished. Pretty much like. (laughs) In your,
0: your history, didn't you say, she kind of said, the person who experienced it firsthand, Nicole, didn't she say that? She gave me a dirty look. And started to walk
1: off, and then he said, "Like, I mean, that's just a quote from the Indy Star, so who knows how accurate." And then he said, "He said that Nicole continued to say that the woman then walked off, walked through the fence, and disappeared. Yeah, like in front so, of their I eyes. I
0: mean, eh, I know I some know,
1: some hard to believe stuff, but that's why
0: we'd like to go back and experience ourselves. If I would have heard it from someone who was there firsthand, I feel like it may have been more believable. Uh." Just because hearing someone else tell someone else's story, in that manner, that it's not just, this isn't the first time he's told it, this is like the hundredth time he's told it. Probably at least, yeah. So that could be the reason why. That could be.
1: Well, so those that's our takeaway. So that's your makeshift rating, if you will. Yeah. How was the wine? How are you feeling? <laughs> it's gone. I know, I'm almost done with Folly Do We knocked out two. Yeah. Hey, I, how I a many more do we bottle. have? Yes. Okay. That many. That many. Yay. There's probably honestly like six bottles left.
0: Okay. All right. Well. Yeah, I
1: would say six at least. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. We have there. so much
0: wine. What about beer? You know what's still sitting in my fridge? I hate to. Don't say it's Founders. No! <laughs> Don't scream.
1: <laughs> Underground Mountain. And what is it, Dirty Bastard? Backwoods. Backwoods Bastard and Underground Mountain is still in my fridge. Those make me shake every time I look at them.
0: I think we have a brother in law who would enjoy those.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Well, maybe (laughs) he'll be on a future episode. Which future episode? Why would he be on that? Megan, see us out. Give us some explanations. Yeah, let's wrap up Uh, before
0: we say titties one more time. (laughs) You know, I always got to get the last t- word in. Sorry. Oh, stop. Oh my God. Okay. If you like this episode and you want to check out what else we have to say, our other goings ons, you can check out our social media, which is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Or So They Say Pod. You can also help us by checking out more places. Uh, this would be a good time to say that of these places that we covered, we would love to go back and check these out and yes. investigate. And your guys' donations 100% help that, of course. Of course. Yes. And you can help send us to new places by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash or so they say pod. That is a monthly subscription, but you can do as little as $1 a month. That is nothing, guys. And Not only are you helping us to investigate new places to get more equipment to investigate these places, but you guys get incentives as well. One of those being our extra content that we post on there that you can't get anywhere else. We've got EVP sessions that are crazy from past places we've been to. Honestly, yeah. We've got videos We'll upload pictures. Anything that we get that's just, like, insane is going to go on the Patreon. And that, again, is a monthly subscription. But you can do anything from a dollar all the way up to $10 if you're feeling super generous. Mm -hmm. But as we've said a million times in this episode, we're poor. Times are tough. And we 100% (laughs) feel that. So if you're also in the same boat but you want to help out any way that you can, you can do one-time donations to our PayPal, which we have linked on our website. You can also support us in a monetary way by checking out our merch, which is going to be at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. Be on the lookout for some new merch again.
1: I know we say that all the
0: time, but. Well, jumping back to the beginning, you know, right now we're in the middle of a little bit of construction, so you're probably going to see some new things popping up. So be on the lookout for that. New middle of the year, new us. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's us again hello (laughs) we're back on our bs we're here (laughs) we've always been on it
1: (laughs) never got off (laughs) gross go on oh see see
0: see, the jokes are they they make themselves really (laughs) if you guys have your own crazy stories speaking of people telling other people's stories In no way, I mean, (laughs) I know. I like how we went on this whole, oh, he's telling someone else's stories. But that's why I threw in the little thing about he's told this story probably a hundred times because it's been two years. Can you imagine how many tours they've done since then? Now, for us, we've never heard your stories, but we can hear your stories. And you can tell us your crazy, paranormal, supernatural experiences if you've been to a haunted cemetery or a haunted restaurant. Or even something as small as going to like doing a séance. with... You, you, you ever done a séance with your friends, year old at your friends? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's
1: done one. Don't try me. You, you light as a feather, y'all freaking know, <laughs>
0: right? Have you ever been to a palm reader or a psychic? Like, tbh, kind of want to know how that goes. I, I have never been, been. I have cried at one before because they were so accurate. Wow, I've <laughs> never been. If you guys have been to a Palm Reader or anything, like anything that falls into this realm, we're we're here for it. Send it our way. You can send it to they say pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you will have the chance to be featured on our listener episode, which is the first Thursday of every month. And what we have coming up, actually, this is a, uh, it's not every month. It's every couple of months. We have our Twin Tangent. Yes. That Once- we've talked about. The months that there are 5 weeks in the month are special to us. It gives us a little extra time. Right. It's a long month. That's a lot of places to visit in one month.
1: Yes, and we have lives, we have jobs, we have things to do. So, and because so you don't always get almost 2-hour long episodes, we've decided to <laughs> compile that into one giant brain fart, brain fart, <laughs> like word vomit. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Rant. Every fifth Thursday of the month, when it happens, we have what we've called, called twin tangent. I believe we've only had one yes. so far. Yep. So this will be our second one. But you can tell we're just bursting at the seams to go off on some tangents. I'm and that, just that's going to be... My seat. I know. It's going to be a grab bag. It's still going to be in the realm. We're not going to sit here and talk politics because I'd rather shoot myself in the face. Maybe that's a <laughs> little much, but like, let's be honest. So we're going to keep it in the realm of like the spooky, the supernatural, the macabre, if you will. Mm-hmm. And but just, it's gonna
0: be whatever, whatever, whenever,
1: whatever tickles for. our fancy at the moment, which I already am just like itching, mm, itching. Itchin'. I know exactly what I want to. You're talk lucky about. that
0: we don't just turn around and do like just a complete drunken mess episode immediately following this, and you you'll know get what? it. In two I got weeks. all the
1: time in the world. I could, I could do it. Could you? No. Okay. Well. No.
0: <laughs>
1: so that's coming. In three weeks, two weeks, three weeks? Two By the weeks. time you hear this... It'll be two weeks. Two weeks, we got the twin tangents. So if you like the little side stories that we tell...
0: If, kept- you, want us to, if you just want to hear a compilation of titties, you can... <laughs> 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 that probably won't be on there. But crazy, those stupid little things we say, <laughs> it's just an entire episode of that, so... We get to take
1: a step away from... The responsibility of
0: yeah, our like supplying format. you
1: with yeah, supplying you with our stories and our experience. We get to take a break and talk about other things. Last time we talked about random true crime stories from what is it? Oxygen, Oxygen. is always a treasure trove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might, it might. I don't want to say it'll always be true crime, but we do, we do like true crime a lot. So they I feel overlap like it overlaps
0: t- so much.
1: They really do. So just hang it, check it out, check it out in two
0: weeks' time. Yep. And very last, but certainly not least, is if any of the above, you don't have your own experiences, you really don't have the capability to donate and stuff right now, the one thing that helps us out so much and it may seem insignificant to you but it means so much to us is to rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening right now go in and hopefully give us five stars or whatever that top rating is because i don't want to jinx us but we got like an a plus right now <laughs> so, we really
1: do go check it out if you don't believe us we don't lie we're bad at lying you would know it even through your speakers
0: <laughs> yep iTunes would be the big one of course that's unfortunately Apple is like running our lives so mm-hmm. if you get on there and you rate us and you review us and you give us a good review that helps other people see like hey these girls are funny these girls are interesting we want to check these people out uh-huh. so that really helps just I mean my just ego even the li- oh. right Our- yeah <laughs> The littlest thing, just tell us how we're doing. Let us know, and it helps. And you can, of course, interact with any of our social media, but rating and reviewing is really where it's at. And that helps us get those organic listens and helps our podcast grow, which we appreciate so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that wraps her up. Holy cow. I'm tired. <laughs> I just like, like took like- a breath. The end. I know I can
1: breathe <laughs> out now. Jesus, Christ! <laughs> name.
0: Shoo. Okay. Well, think that's it uh, yeah next week we'll be hitting you with a new location and some more spooky encounters heck yeah can't wait and yeah. then twin tangent yes. yes oh god i'm so ready i'm so ready so <laughs> we'll start maybe we'll start <laughs> drunk who knows yeah that would be a nightmare yikes okay well we'll see you next week all right titty oh man <laughs> i had to throw one. i more. knew you were going to <laughs> bye bye
1: Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website or sothysaypod.com where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and find links to all of our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening and see you next week.